where every day is game day. Don't know enough about the band. Never got in the band, but that's the band. Welcome back. A lot to do here in this segment. I do want to tell you about Zero Res and Zero Res Greenville right now. Air Duct 50 that's going on. Get $50 off your Air Duct cleaning going on. Put in Air Duct 50. Tell me you heard about it here as far as that goes. Um, when you're talking about your, your insanely clean carpets right now, uh, get $50 off. That, oh, was air Duct clean on there. Uh, get get the, the latest when it comes to your – I'm trying to take the latest prices on here for your carpets. Because we have great specials that are going on. Uh, Valentine's Day, this is big, folks. This is huge. Uh, with a Valentine's Day special right now, three rooms of carpet clean, $109, free hallway. Tell them you heard about it here, Mickey Plotter and the Roar. And while she might like chocolates and flowers, she'd love a clean house. Zero res, zero res, greenville.com. To our guest lines, Tony Morrell of thebigspur.com. Good morning, Tony. How are you doing this morning? I'm doing well, Mickey. How about you? Fantastic. Uh, a couple of questions to start out staff-wise. Sterling Lucas, uh, I had a text earlier this morning to ask about any flirtation with Michigan, um, Clemson, I mean, a, a South Carolina a assistant coach. Um, any, anything there with Michigan? Any smoke with that? We checked on it yesterday, and as, as best we can tell, don't think there's a whole lot there. He does have a connection to uh, John Harbaugh and the, the Harbaugh family closer with John than Jim, but um, there is a connection there, and he has been mentioned on at least one of their websites as a candidate for their linebacker coach. Um, but from what we can tell, we don't think there's a whole lot there, and, and uh, we think right now he's expected to stay at South Carolina. The other text I got this morning I think is a really good question, something that, that we can hypothesize about. But but Nick Nicholas Harbor and the track and uh, how good is he at track? What's his football future look like? How does track affect football? How does football affect track? It's a pretty interesting spring that he has going on. But what do you see long term, short term for him and his development in both those sports? Well, you know, I, I get the impression at least at this point that in his head he believes his future is is probably on on the track, um, even though, you know, financially, I, I don't know, you know, how you, how you make a lot of money, uh, running track necessarily compared to uh, a potential NFL career, but he's a long way from being an NFL type receiver. And I think that's his challenge right now is, uh, you know, he's, he's obviously very talented when it comes to track. And, and it was known when South Carolina signed him that the track would be a part of the equation and he would be, you know, focusing on track during track season. Uh, but right now, you know, he needs as many football reps as he can get. He needs to catch as many balls as he can catch. He needs to run as many routes as he can run. Uh, you know, he has to improve as a blocker. Uh, you know, just nothing seemed natural uh, last year. It just seemed like everything was, was even a routine catch was somewhat difficult for him. And, you know, there's obviously – 
a lot of raw tools there with his speed and his size and, and, and some of the things he has to work with. But I'm just not sure a receiver is necessarily his best position. Uh, I think he'd be better suited to to play deep, uh, excuse me, play a tight end. Um, would, would give him a, a better shot, but uh, he's he's just not a good enough locker right now. And obviously, to, to make that transition, he would need a lot of football practice, and he's not going to get that. So I, I think the scenario that he's created right now is is really going to put a, a lot of emphasis on the summer, and he's going to need as much work as he can get. You know, with the quarterbacks and the receivers, and and you know, spend as much time as he can on the football field, making up for what he's going to miss this spring. He will attend some practices, you know, go through some walkthroughs and do some different things, but um, he's not going to be a, a full participant, and and um, not sure he'll you know have a lot of contact this spring. So I think it's going to make it tough for him to to make that big step in year two, um, you know, with him missing spring practice for the most part, but. You know, like I said, it's not like this is a surprise. It was known that, that the track was a big part of the equation for him. And you know, right now he's still working his way into track shape. I think he finished second in one event and fourth in another uh, in his most recent uh, meet um, and obviously hopes to get to the point where he can uh, start winning uh, some of his meets. But he's competing against some really talented guys in, in the SEC. And uh, he's only a true freshman and he's obviously uh, huge for a, a sprinter. So... There's some obstacles for him, but um, he's certainly talented uh, on that side of things. We used to say back in, in the old days, and I was in the recruiting part of it and the scouting part of it, uh, and, 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 and talking to people, said, is he a, a track guy playing football or is he a football guy that runs track? In this case, am I wrong? It feels like he's a track guy that's trying to play football. Is that fair or would you agree? Uh, yeah, no, I, I don't think there's any question. Um, you know, he, and I don't, I don't want to degrade him in any way. You know, the effort level that he gave last year, and, and he made some some really tough catches in, in a few games, and, and you know, gave it his all. But um, you know, he came in as a guy who had never played wide receiver, and uh, you know, basically decided on his own during the recruiting process that he wanted to play receiver, and so it, it put. You know, Justin Stepp in particular in a tough spot of, of having this, you know, huge, talented five-star guy and trying to teach him a position he'd never played and, and one that, like I said, was not really natural uh, to him when you watched him. Running routes isn't natural. Catching the ball isn't natural. Uh, it just everything looked like it was a struggle for him. So um, but I, he's got a long way if he wants to stay at receiver. He's got a long way to go as a football player. So I don't think there's there's any question that description fits him. He's a, a track guy playing football. Um, you know, now if he devoted all of his time to football and and really learned how to play the game, then then who knows where he could end up. But as it is now with him splitting time between the two and and devoting so much time to track, uh, I think it's going to be tough for him to ever you know, maximize his football potential. This is a hard question because I don't know enough about the Olympic process. Uh, but in your opinion, what you talked about, heard about, maybe, or even even you know hypothesize, hypothesize a little bit here, is he closer to being an Olympian track athlete or closer to being an NFL player? That's tough for me to answer because I'm certainly not a track expert. I I think if you asked Curtis Fry, for instance, South Carolina's former track coach, um, you know, who retired. Um, recently uh, is no longer the coach, but I, I think if you asked him, he would tell you that he's 
he's closer to being an Olympian in track than he is to being an NFL player. Um, you know, he compared him to Carl Lewis and Usain Bolt uh, in terms of, you know, some of the things he brings to the table. And obviously those are, are very lofty comparisons. Um, and, I, and I'm not sure that he's either of those guys just yet, you know, but if, if, if he devoted his all of his time to one or the other, I think he would have a chance to go further in track, I guess, if that makes sense. I just don't know, like I said, where the, the money comes from on that side of things, other than if you if you win a gold medal, obviously you can get a lot of endorsements and, and make money that way. But, uh, you know, gold medals are few and far between, and, and it feels like the Olympics aren't what they used to be in terms of how much companies and, and, and even the, the, the people of the U.S. care about it as much as they used to. But... Um, but I, I think he's he's closer in track than he is football. If I had to guess right now, because that balance and that money, though, if you're his yeah. advisor, what do you say? I mean, what advice do you give? Because you, you're, you're, you're if you're the uh, you know the master of none, you know it seemed like to me that they, yeah. they and, and here's the thing I know about track, like track training, they build up to events, and so it's a process. And I'm sure he missed out in the fall of, of training for, and I'm not sure what fall races. I know it's a spring sport. Oh, well, indoor, obviously he missed the indoor part of it. Yeah. But, like, it's a process yep. to build up to it. And so he's missing out on that. So his football career is taking away his track. His, fo- his track strike was his football. Like, what advice do you give him? And it's, and it's a fascinating deal. I think he's a great kid and obviously a great talent. But, I mean, what, what did you say if someone said, Tony, tell this kid what to do? Yeah, I, I mean, I, I think it, it, it just depends on what's important to him. Now, he is fortunate in that, you know, he, he comes from a really good family. Uh, both of his parents have great jobs, and, and um, you know, it's not a scenario where he's a guy who's, you know, really had to struggle financially to get to the point where he is now and, and work his way out of a really tough situation like you see with some players. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, he, he's – not looking to have his parents support him for the rest of his life, so he knows he has to, to go out and, and find his own career. And um, you know, if if money is a big part of it, clearly you know the NFL is is you know provide him a much bigger opportunity than track. But at the same time, he has to focus on the one that he thinks you know he he has the most ability in. And, and right now, I think that's track. But um, but I think ultimately he's going to have to make a decision. You know, it. it it doesn't make sense for his future, in my opinion, to to continue to split time between the two. I don't think he's ever going to maximize his his talents in in either of the sports if he if he continues to split his time between the two. Um, so it'll be interesting to see if if he is if he does get to the point where he has to make that decision. What it is, um, you know, but it's it's a. I think a tough scenario for him and, and, and a tough scenario for Shane Beamer and the coaches at South Carolina to, to figure out, you know, they, they've, you know, they're, they're working with him and, and, you know, obviously new track was going to be part of it and they're staying optimistic about it and telling him to, to, you know, do as well as he can in track and, and then come to the football field when he can. Um, but obviously if, if Shane Beamer had a magic wand, uh, I think he would, would, would want him to focus solely on football uh, if that's what would make him happy and and what would um, you know help the football team the most, I've seen this happen a lot. Um, Jacoby Ford at Clemson this way, but Jacoby I think was a, a football player that ran track, and he ended, and he ended up playing the NFL for a few years. Will Taylor here at Clemson knows mom and dad like he was closer to baseball, but but Major League Baseball is different than professional track too. 
Um, but it, it's tough. It's a tough balancing act, and I wish him the best no matter what comes of all that. Um, junior days this past weekend, anything else? I know to, uh, Wednesday should be a pretty quiet day. I don't think you're going to sign anybody that I know of. What's going on in recruiting for South Carolina? Yeah, no new signees tomorrow that we're aware of unless you know, there's some, some sort of surprise. Um, we, there's no, nothing we're tracking right now. The only recruit they had in over the weekend was a big one, uh, Zayden Walker, uh, five-star linebacker from the state of Georgia. He's the half-brother of Jalua Solomon, who signed with South Carolina this year. Um, you know, right now I think it's South Carolina, Florida, Florida State, Miami, and Georgia are the primary teams involved there. Uh, you know, he's been to South Carolina a ton with Jay Lewis, and, you know, and I think the fact that, that Jay Lewis will be at South Carolina this year is going to give the staff an opportunity to get him on campus even more. Um, but I, I think right now he's you know, probably leaning a little bit more towards the Florida schools. He, he named Florida State and Miami as, as two leaders uh, last month prior to the South Carolina visit. Um, now, at the same time, you know, Jay Lewis, his brother was a guy who, you know, went back and forth a lot and, you know, committed to South Carolina and committed to Auburn and committed to South Carolina and, you know, Florida State was in there at one time and, and you know, there, there could be some of that with, with Zayden as well. I could see him being a guy who not necessarily commits to multiple schools but is a lean to multiple schools throughout the process and, and is a tough one to – to, to nail down in, in terms of where he's going to end up. But um, he's, he plays a, a position of need for South Carolina and is a guy they're, they're very high on in terms of his abilities, and, and they would love to land him. Uh, and, and the visit went well over the weekend, uh, but uh, I think that's one where we're going to have to, to wait a while to see how things unfold before we have a good sense of where he's going to end up. Final question for you, because I, I talked about this the other day, and I was thinking about asking you this um, on the year, maybe down in the future. But I'll go to it today. I, I think that the safeties, the nickels and the safeties, I know you, Sakon plays a lot of the, the you know nickel stuff in there as well. But but in the game today, and, and, and feel free to disagree with any of this, I, I feel like we're leveraging safeties out so much now. We're pressure, putting so much pressure on safeties now that the teams that are separating themselves – for the longest time, you and I talked about pass rush at South Carolina. And, and the Gamecocks had great cornerback play for the longest time and, and NFL guys at corner. I think the game's changing, Tony. I think that, that playing close to the line of scrimmage, that nickel guy, that, that how much man coverage they're playing with safeties and that, and that last line of defense, how do you feel – first of all, would you agree with that, that we're, safety's becoming more, more of a paramount, uh, you know, more, more of, a, of a priority, I guess, on defense. Secondly, how do you feel about Emanuari Smith and, and maybe the 2024 safeties and what it could look like in nickels? you know, moving forward with South Carolina? Yeah, I, I do think that it's become a more important position. Um, you know, with the, the way offenses are being run right now, I think it's a, a – the way offenses are being run combined with the rules, yeah, uh, the targeting and, and, you know, some of the rules that, that make that position that much tougher to play, uh, I do think it's important. And, and even Worry, you know, had the injury – in the opener, the hamstring injury against North Carolina in the opener, and, and I don't think he was really anywhere close to 100% healthy for almost the first half of the season. And he came on in the second half and played a lot better, and I think his health was a big part of that. Uh, DQ Smith, I, I think, is a guy who also played much better in the second half of the season than he did in the first half. Um, and I think they're, they're counting on those guys to be – you know, 
not just leaders on defense, but but two of their most productive players next year. And um, I think that that, that Demon Warrior in particular, I think, fits the mold of, of what you're describing uh, in terms of a guy who can can you know help you in, in pass coverage, but also is physical enough and, and big enough to come up and help you a lot uh, against a run. Can also you know blitz and, and get after the passer at times. There's a lot of different things you can do with him. I mean, I think he could even play outside linebacker in, in some schemes. Uh, but um, but I feel pretty good about it if those if if we see the two guys that we saw in the second half of the season if if they are there from from the get go next year I, I think they'll both have good years. But uh, obviously they have to stay healthy and 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 have to avoid some of the issues that that plagued them uh, in the first half of this past season. A lot going on in South Carolina football, South Carolina athletics. Tell me about the bigspur.com. We've got baseball season right around the corner. Basketball ranked for the first time in seven years. Obviously, women's basketball. Tell me about the bigspur.com. Yeah, a lot of a lot of basketball talk right now on the site, which you know I I, I don't really cover basketball, but I'd be lying to you if I said I, I saw any just coming from South Carolina's men's basketball team in particular. Obviously, we, we knew the women's team was was going to be good, but um, you know the men have really captivated the attention of, of a lot of the fans on the site and, and there's a lot of coverage of, of the basketball team and we'll continue to do that so and then also football and football recruiting with, with spring practice around the corner and and um, you know recruiting will, will pick back up once the dead period ends and they're still offering new players and still going to be a lot of recruiting stuff on the site too so it's, it's a great time to join just go to the bigspur.com and Become a VIP member today. I got to tell you, man, Lamont Paris, uh, the the connectivity they have, the synergy they have, and the idea that you can do it despite all odds and all everybody against you. I think it gives a lot of people hope in a lot of sports, a lot of different areas of of, of athletics. So uh, he's done an unbelievable job. He's a great story and maybe a national you know, coach yeah, of the year candidate for sure. It, it's been fun to watch for sure, and mm-hmm. and it's it's a it's a rare South Carolina basketball team that's actually fun to watch play. You yeah. know, even some of Frank Martin's best teams were were not always fun to watch. Uh, but but this team plays with a ton of confidence and, and chemistry, and it's been fun to watch them play. No doubt about that. Great stuff. Hey, let's talk next th- Tuesday. Have, I hope you have a great week, buddy, and we'll, we'll visit then. Sounds good. You too. Tony Morell of the Big Spur. Dot com. Prime Lending, PrimeLendingSC.com. Uh, interest rates will be coming down, we think, in 2024 if you want to do that. We talked earlier in the, in the uh, show about maybe a, a new deck or new screen in porch, maybe remodeling your home, new bathrooms, uh, maybe converting that garage. There's a chance, Will Clinton, that I might convert my garage one day to like a, a playroom for the kids uh, or something like that. We might do that one day. Uh, maybe even build on like a mother-in-law suite or something in the house. If I do it, I'll go to the Prime Lending. I'll get a a remodeling loan and, and um, we'll love doing that with them and, and think about what they're doing. So I, I, I'd love, the last two loans have been great with them. Mortgages are easier with prime lending. The best rates and the, and the best uh, customer service end of it, the relationships part you're going to love, primelendingsc.com. Much more right after this. Mark your calendar for February 26th from noon until 1.30. It's the annual State of Clemson with special guests including Clemson University President Jim Clements and Clemson City Mayor Robert Halfacre. Register at the Clemson Area Chamber of Commerce website at clemsonareachamber.org. Join area leaders and businesses for the annual State of Clemson, Monday, February 26th at the Madron Center at 12 noon. Advanced registration is required. clemsonareachamber.org. 
Need to rent a mini excavator like a Bobcat E32, a skid steer, or a wood chipper? Maybe a smaller tool like a pressure washer, jackhammer, or compactor. McNeely Store and Rental has got you covered. Clemson alumni-owned, renting equipment and selling materials for more than 30 years. We also sell septic materials, ADS drainage products, concrete boxes, real stone veneers, and more. With two upstate South Carolina locations in Clemson and West Union. Call 654-9187-CLEMSON or 718-1449-WEST-UNION. Criminal charges are serious with life-changing consequences for you and your family. Let us help you navigate this process. Let us be your advocate at Ryan Beasley Law. I'm Ryan Beasley. Our law firm works in courtrooms across the state at all levels, municipal, state, and federal. We also work with students who face conduct issues at their colleges and universities. We work with our clients throughout this process from pre-arrest investigations to intervention programs as well as criminal trials. With over 20 years assisting clients, our firm has grown to include former state and federal prosecutors. Let us put this experience to work for you. If you are facing an investigation or criminal prosecution, please do not hesitate to contact us. Let us seek the best resolution for you. I'm Ryan Beasley, and I look forward to the opportunity to work with you. Ryan Beasley Law. Find them online at ryanbeasleylaw.com or call 864-679-7777. Ryan Beasley Law. Valentine's is approaching fast, so be ready for that special day. Rooster's Men's Grooming Center has everything that you need to look your best for your special date. Get anything from a haircut or neck trim to a seven-step facial shave. This modern classic barber shop has everything you need to look your best. Call 864-884-8920 for your next appointment. Or use the new Roosters app to see more of the services they provide. Located on Pelham Road in Greenville. Total by Verizon is wireless that goes all in for you. That means unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon, priced by us at $25 a line for four lines on the unlimited plan. And as always, no contracts. Sounds pretty hard to beat, but all in is all in. So we added international calling to fill the year with more, hey girl, because it can't be total unless it's all in. Find a store and exclusive deals at totalbyverizon.com. Monthly rate when you activate with auto pay discount beginning the month after you enroll plus taxes and fees. Additional restrictions apply. See website for data management practices and full terms. This Tuesday night, the Clemson Tigers are back on the road as they travel to Chapel Hill to take on the North Carolina Tar Heels. After a tough loss at home to the Tar Heels in January, the Tigers look to get revenge and come out on top. Broadcast begins at 6.30. Catch it all right here on the Clemson Athletic Network. We are 105.5 and 97.5 The Roar, where every day is game day. Powered by Upcountry Fiber. We are 105.5 and 97.5 The Roar. Providing fiber internet, HDTV, and phone service, Upcountry Fiber is a stronger connection. Start your day with the Mickey Plyler Show, each day from 6 to 9 a.m., right here on The Roar. Toby Keith, man, rest in peace, 62 years old. I knew he was sick. I saw an interview with him over the weekend. He didn't look good. Didn't look the same. 
and uh, man, just just feel bad. Uh, hopefully, thoughts and prayers to his family and uh, his friends. He was a big University of Oklahoma football fan. Always at Oklahoma games and practices and. I didn't know this. He'll just read some Wikipedia stuff now. A, a WWE guy. So, mm. uh, the uh, cancer ended up getting the Cubby Keith. Age 62. How about that? He lived a good life, I can tell you that. Yeah, good for him, man. It, it touched a lot of folks. So, thoughts and prayers to his friends and family and fans out there for sure today. Uh, I want to switch gears here. Well, first, let me tell you about uh, my friends at, at uh, Trail, T R E H E L dot com, 800 319 you know, Trail is a company that I love being branded with. I love the idea of who they are and what they do. Um, one of the things I talk about with Trail is uh, something like, like as important as life and relationships that way. And, I, and, and Mr. Workman, Neil Workman, I'll get in trouble because he makes him call him Neil, but, but I call him Mr. Workman, uh, told me the story or, or talks about when they started this thing um, that, that – trail when he thinks of the when he passes by the building think about like on his on his daily rides he passes by yeah we built that building we built that building we built that building all right um that when he when he passes by his building he didn't think about the buildings didn't think about the the structures the you know how they built it what 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 he talks about what he thinks about is the people and the relationships and that this person had a baby uh, while they were building that one. And remember that they, how happy they were to get this, or that this person uh, got the great news back from a medical exam, whatever, and his relationships that they had with him. And it, it is uh, fascinating to watch and see how their relationships last as long as the buildings are, more, you know, longer. through things, Or the buildings last longer. But, but just how much the emphasis they put on those relationships and how important they're in the people business. What's crazy is that I'm in the same business as Trail. Now, they happen to do it through brick and mortar at times, too. But they're in the people business, and they take a lot of pride in that. And they take a lot of – they learn from those relationships a lot. And, and here, here's Mr. Workman here. Here, Will Huss talk about it, that, you know, what they learn in, in meeting with these people and clients. And just think about, the, like, who they built for and the interesting a- aspects of that. Uh, I, I'm a little bit like them, too, and, and we get interview some of these people like, like who we interviewed yesterday. It's a great, great part of what they do. They do it in building, though, in construction. T-R-E-H-E-L.com. Find out about their better building experience and find out about why you're better off with your relationship with Trail. How about this, Will? If they don't leave your business better, then they fail. Not your building better. If they don't leave your business better. If you're not better off because of them, they fail. Love that. Love what they do there. We'll switch, completely switch gears here for the show. Do a, do a 100 and do a 90-degree pivot here where we're headed. 6.30 tonight, pregame show, 7 o'clock tip, Clemson, North Carolina. Uh, the Tigers have had, obviously, very little success in Chapel Hill. But my attitude is different here. When Clemson won in 2020 in Chapel Hill, the reason I know it's 2020, I was in uh, Biloxi, Mississippi at a hotel on my way to Nolens, had a great meal that night <coughs> at an awesome restaurant. If I ever go back to Bluxy, we'll, we'll, we'll go to this great restaurant again. Um, I can remember it was a, had some, some crab cakes and some uh, lobster bisque, seafood restaurant right there. 
and went to the casino. I don't gamble, uh, but but I had $82 in my pocket. I bought eight uh, $10 chips to play blackjack. It's the first time I ever, ever gambled in my life. I won the first hand, and then I lost nine consecutive hands. I go to the ATM. I pull out my uh, personal ATM card, and it says it can't be used here. I was like, oh. So I tried to. I was going to reimburse my business card and try to get like a hundred bucks of cash. I was get my one money back, and it says it won't take this card there. And it's like, okay, God, I hear you. You're telling me don't gamble tonight. I got it. I mean, I had enough money in there, obviously, but I had more than 80, more than ninety bucks in both those accounts, but it didn't let me get the money out. And I'm like, okay, God, I hear you. I'm not doing that. But I can remember sitting in the hotel room <clears throat> on the way to watch Clemson and LSU in the, in the national championship game where Clemson wins in Chapel Hill for the first time. And my attitude was different than everybody. I was with Clemson fans. They're like going crazy. It's over, it's over, and over. Like, well, my thing is I don't take a lot of pride in being one in 50 or one in whatever it is. Right? That, that, I mean, to do it is better not doing it. And I was great, grateful that they won. But, but Clemson's going to win two and three and four and five, ten, hope, hopefully ten times in my lifetime when they went up there. It's still not going to be great. But it was a, it was a little different mindset, a little different change through all that. It's like okay, because that was a, like that was a huge deal. A lot of Clemson fans, I, I I took a different approach to that, and it may be the wrong approach. Maybe. With that said, the other approach I have there is different than than a lot of Clemson people, because you'll see this all over. I've seen this already on on the websites, on the message boards. Well, PJ Hall already has a second foul. Got to stop blaming the refs, man. You know why North Carolina beat Clemson in basketball so many times in a row? Because in almost every one of those games, North Carolina had better players and better coaches. And I'm going to tell you right now, Hubert Davis has done a great job with his team. This is the best defensive team I've seen North Carolina have in many, many years. And they're talented. And they're better than Clemson. That's why they're 10-1 in the league. But, but I can't help the talent level of Clemson right now. But I can't tell you that the, the attitude of, well, we're going to go back to beat eight of them. That's got to change, man. You got to change this defeatist attitude that, well, you know, it's going to be five versus eight to nine. And you're going to, no, no. Just just stop, Baycott. Just stop, Davis. You don't have to worry about stopping officials tonight. And if it comes down to it to make a bad call at the end, we'll deal with that tomorrow. But you can't go into games thinking, oh, we're getting a job tonight. We got to beat them by the No, no. Get better players, coach better. Expect better, do better. Don't turn the ball over. Don't turn it over. Shoot Make it better. Play better defense. Yeah, yeah. That that's North Carolina beat Clemson many years. Now there's a time or two, sure. You play. You do, if you do something sixty times or whatever it is now. Yeah, there's a chance that, that those things are going to happen. But you can't. But it wasn't every time. You got to change the mentality of Clemson basketball fan. Of always blaming, always yeah, oh man, to get crushed on that. No. No, they, they had better players than us, man. They were a better team than us a lot of those times. It's up to you to get better, better players, better program, better facilities, better, you know, more NIL money, whatever it might be now. But North Carolina's better than Clemson in basketball. They got better players. They, they don't need eight tonight. And we have a bad foul tonight. I don't want to look on a line and go, oh, well, here we go again. We Hall's on the bench early with foul trouble. Nah. Well, just, just defend better. Shoot the ball better. We've still only won a single time yeah. in Chapel Hill. And uh, the last time that we hosted North Carolina, earlier this season, January 6th, we made a single three-pointer. Yeah, one so, of 18. So maybe we can make two three-pointers and get our 
Second win. I love this text from 5336. It says Clemson will win tonight. That's the attitude you got to have around here. <laughs> you get, look, doesn't Dabo say if you're going to dream, dream big? Didn't Steve Spurs say, why not us? That's the attitude to have. You can't have the defeatist attitude of, well, here we go again. This is going to be it's a tough league. It's a tough draw. No, man, stop that. You got to stop that whole idea. You got to stop the, the Clemson baseball fans don't do that. You know the strike zone is going to be different tonight. You got to go up there. No, no. Let's go get better players and play better. Hit better, pitch better, feel better, throw better. Run bases better. Go better than one of 18 from the from three-point line. Don't fumble the ball. Don't throw interceptions. Tackle better. You think North Carolina fans going to, well, we're going to get a job down at Clemson again. No, nah, just don't fumble the football. Protect the football. And 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 those things, that we, you know how Dabo Sweeney changed Clemsoning? Remember that? Everybody's, oh, Clemsoning. You don't remember that was. Well, we're not got better players. Thing of the past. They got over the they got over the hump in football. It's possible to do it in basketball. Yeah. Texas said, said no country for old men. Man versus steer. Even in man versus steer, the outcome is never uh the outcome's still in doubt. Remember that? Shot the, the bullet through, came back, hit him in the shoulder, and he's paralyzed and half his body. Even in man versus steer, the outcome, you don't you never really truly know the outcome for. You gotta expect to win. You change expectations. I have to defeat his attitude through all that. Six five four roar, six five four seven six two seven. Texture seventy nine twenty one says, seriously, basketball needs a, a revolution of some sort. I agree first in the mind. The mind's the most powerful thing anyway. Don't get me wrong. Tree Rollins had a great chance to win in Chapel Hill, and there was there was a bad call in there in 74, 75, 76. There's a bad call in the ACC tournament. Yeah, he had, had some bad calls in there, sure. It's, it's going to happen again, maybe. But you can't go into it thinking it's going to happen. I mean, there's a chance that, that I might break my leg next time I go snow skiing. But I'm not going to go into it thinking, oh, man, probably going to break my leg today. Probably not going to go because I break my leg today. This happens all the time to me in golf. Because I'm nowhere near as good as I used to be. And my buddies, I played against a, a plus two handicapper on, on Sunday. And, he, you know, we ended up with a team bet. We had to get through strokes on stuff. But but there's all kinds of stuff with a guy who's better than me. I go, hey, what are we playing? Uh, two and one here, $2 a whole dollar birdies, or five and two, or something like that. You know what the answer is? Yeah. Because I'd rather you beat me and me pay you money in the end than me, me tell you up front that I'm not as good as you and I need strokes and I can't beat you. At least I. At least in my head, my heart, I want to feel like I'm going to win and I'm going to beat you. you got to set yourself up for success. Right. And you might be setting yourself up for, for failure. But it's better than setting yourself up for failure and, and not even have any chance of success. Um, Allen from, from Belt. So Clemson 88, Tar Heels 78. Allen, I love you. Get it. I mean, it might not happen now. It might not happen tonight. But if if Clemson wants to, to beat North Carolina in basketball, just get the better players. I told you what my son said earlier. In order to beat the man, you got to beat the man. Uh, 1378 says, uh, your examples are unrealistic. LOL. If you broke your leg every time you went snow skiing, you expect to break your leg the next time you go snow skiing. <laughs> 
Probably wouldn't do it anymore, right? A yeah. um, couple of quick things here in, in this segment. I spent some. Oh, by, by the way, the segment brought to you by great friends at, at Upcountry Fiber and UpcountryFiber.com. Uh, for a stronger connection, Upcountry Fiber does an amazing job. I love Upcountry Fiber. I love what they've done here for us and, and love what they've done all over the upstate of South Carolina. Upcountry Fiber, great stuff for sure. So I, um, I was meeting with <clears throat> Tim Worley yesterday. Carolina Foreign Specialist had a great breakfast with him. And uh, he tells us great stories. He goes, Mick, I've got to tell you, I'm a Christian, but I'm a different one. I'm one of these sinning Christians. I'm like, yeah, like everybody. He told some great stories about Red and about conversations we had and about, the, um, about life and, and relationships that he has. And, and I loved all of that. And I was reminded that, that I've been with Carolina Foreign Specialist for a long time now. They're, they're about to celebrate their, their 25th year in business. So here's the great news for you, Will Clanton. Do you have a garage at your current house? I do not. Okay. In your next home? I want to, yes. You got to have a garage. If you have a garage right now, got cracks in it, you got automotive stains in it, and, and you know square footage, Will. Most, most square footage is over 400, minimum square 400 feet. Because the special I'm going to give you right now, you can't do it from a mechanical room or basement or anything like that. It's got to be a garage. It's got to be at least 400 square feet. But mention my name, Mickey, or my name, Plyler. Mention that. And you're going to get $200 off. So that's a huge percentage off. Because when you call Tim Worley today for a free estimate, 404-8158, ask about that $200 off. That's going to be another big part of the savings. You're going to be shocked at how affordable it is. Easy to clean, uh, automotive stain-free, fantastic lifetime warranty. He told me that, that, matter of fact, one of our guests on the show the other day, is has a Carolina garage, uh, flooring specialist garage floor, and they had to do it. They did a little patchwork in his garage. He had a little, a little, a little spot there. Fantastic lifetime warranty, free estimates, surprisingly affordable. Locally owned and operated. It's not a franchise. This is a company started in 1999. Family owned and operated for now for 25 years. Mention on a, on anything over 400 square feet. Mention my name, Mickey, and get $200 off Carolina flooring specialist. I love that, and uh, love that relationship I have with those guys. A break. We'll come back. Final segment of a Tuesday show right after this. Hey, guys. It's time to reclaim that alpha feeling. If you've been feeling sluggish, carrying extra weight, or missing a step in the bedroom, it's time for a change. Book an appointment today at Low Country Mail. Our concierge testosterone replacement therapy plans start at just $220 a month, covering testosterone, labs, medication, and doctor visits. We also offer growth hormone replacement and top-notch anti-aging plans. Let's make men men again. Book today at lowcountrymail.com. Harbin Lumber Company has been helping build dreams since 1917, proudly serving our local communities for over 100 years for all your building material needs. With spring around the corner, now is the time to think about a new deck or deck remodel or screened porch. Have it completed so you can enjoy the great outdoors. Visit harbinlumber.com or call us at 706-356-4300 and let us show how we can help with your vision. That's 706-356-4300. Honda, Acura, Lexus, and Toyota, also known as Halt and Anderson. First Class Halt, your dealership alternative since 2011, wants to be your preferred service center. With factory-trained technicians, OEM parts, and top-of-the-line diagnostic equipment, we have one goal, to keep you on the road. This is why we offer a three-year, 36,000-mile nationwide warranty, courtesy shuttle, and repeat rewards. Anderson, what are you waiting for? Come experience First Class Halt, your dealership alternative for Honda, 
Acura, Lexus, and Toyota. I'm Richard Thompson of Thompson & King Law Firm, and I believe that every person has a God-given desire to work. That's why I take Social Security and workers' compensation cases very seriously, because most folks don't really want to think they're disabled. They hesitate to file for disability, and when they're turned down, they hesitate to appeal their case. But they are disabled. If you're presently unable to work on a daily basis, even if you don't fully understand the cause, come see me. I'll take your case seriously. I know you do. The Thompson & King Law Firm, 222-0200, or online at at thompsonking.com. This time of year is all about getting outside and enjoying the great outdoors. And nothing makes that more enjoyable than a meal right off the grill with fixings from your local Ingalls Market. From hand-cut steaks to fresh seafood and all types of meals with grilled and sautéed veggies, Ingalls has everything you need for a backyard barbecue, a day on the lake, or a trip to the beach. If you're hitting the road, be sure to use your Ingles Advantage points to fill up and save money on gas. Shop your Ingles Pharmacy aisles to save on sunscreen products and first aid. Planning a get-together or family reunion? Your Ingles Deli Department can hook you up with custom-made platters that'll save you time and money. Need some fresh flowers to accent your home? The Ingles Floral Department can handle that, and they also make beautiful arrangements for your loved ones. Take it from me. No matter what your family's grocery needs, you'll find it all at Ingles. Low prices, love the savings. Meet Cheryl. Hey. She's on vacation and lost in the moment. Unfortunately, so is her Chase debit card. It's got to be somewhere. Maybe she lost it at Salsa Night. These skirts should have pockets. Or maybe she lost it at Pilates. Three and two and But she's not worried. With the Chase mobile app, she can lock her card till it turns up. Tools that help protect. One bank that puts you in control. Visit chase.com slash checking. Chase, make more of what's yours. Chase mobile app is available for select mobile devices. Message and data reads may apply. J.P. Morgan Chase Bank, N.A. member FDIC. Crank it up and embarrass your children. The Roar, where every day is game day. favorites thanks for playing that no freddie king today but that's okay it's quite all right you gotta get a little steely dan in there um i got a very interesting final segment for you in my opinion something that you didn't even know i want to teach you something today will clinton i hope because i just learned, i didn't learn it till last night uh but i do want to tell you about we had a texture a while ago say uh got my harvard lumber i mean i'm sorry come my patterson tax service appointment for next wednesday he goes i hope you're kind to me on valentine's day so think about that. Next Wednesday's Valentine's Day, right around the corner. Hope it's a love fest with Patterson's Tax Service and that texture. It can be for you and yours. I have a love fest with them now because they save me so much money. I've got great friends there anyway. Um, but 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 their relationship we have with them is amazing. 
they formed my LLC, they've done my, my business taxes. Remember, that's March 15th deadline there. Uh, I get my SEP IRA contribution um, allocation notice from them uh, and, and what I need to do that. And they do my taxes and it's done right. Don't forget this year, energy tax credit goes from $500 for a lifetime to 3, 000, over 3000 per year in case you have any uh, energy uh, efficiency moves, moves in your home or your business you can, or your, your second home or third home. You can do all those. Uh, a lot of ways to save a lot of money. Find out about that and more. So Patterson's Tax Service, P-A-T-T-A-X.com, pattax.com, 864-859-8289. I bet you didn't think we'd talk about this today because we've never talked about this in the history of this show. Not, not only Dartmouth basketball. But according to Adam Schefter, uh, Schefter of ESPN, field conditions for the San Francisco 49ers practice facility at UNLV have been met with widespread disapproval from various members of the organization, sources told Adam Schefter. The NFL put in a sod field on top of a field turf and started laying it just last week when the NFL ordinarily requires Super Bowl practice fields to meet certain standards by December. The NFL hardness score for fields averages 78, with no field being less than 70. The 49ers field is considered in the 50s, according to Schefter. The NFL, I, I bet you didn't know this. I didn't know this last night. The NFL has a hardness score for their fields. Roger Goodell, NFL commissioner, said in a Super Bowl news conference on Monday, quote, we had 23 experts out there. We had the union out there. All of them think it's a very playable surface. It's softer than what they practiced on, but that happens. It's well within our testing standards. It's something that we all are experts or uh, something we're all experts on, as well as the natural field inspectors uh, have all unanimously said it's a playable field. The Chiefs are practicing at the Raiders training facility. The league inspects the playing services along with the NFL Players Association before every Super Bowl and approved each facility for use of the week. The playing service was a story in Glendale for the Super Bowl last year when that slick um, track led to the Chiefs and Eagles. Remember last year, without sure footing in the game, there was no pass rush. Remember that? Everybody was changing their shoes. Yeah. Yes. The I problem do. is in these indoor places, I have to put natural grass and then go outside and move back in. It's just slippery everywhere. Clemson had that in Glendale as well. I don't know why we try to do it that way, but we do. The point here, though, is that I did not know that, A, the NFL has a hardness score for fields that the average was 78, no one being less than 70, but the 49ers considered in the 50s. And so I'll ask you, Will Clinton, did you know that there was a field hardness score in the NFL? I had no idea. It makes sense, though. It does. You talk about every stone, no stone left unturned, even the practice facilities for, for this. I didn't know that they had to approve it in December. That's crazy. But I just wonder what 78 feels like compared to 70 feels like compared to something the 50s feels like and what that would affect. So I'll ask you this. Any way at all that this is a factor for Sunday? I would say yes. Um, if they're having issues already with the field, you can almost guarantee that they're going to have some issue no matter what that field turns out to be um, inside the Las Vegas Stadium, 
I think they're going to take issue with that. There's always a good excuse. So do you want... Oh, yeah, you got to have an excuse. It's never me. It's always somebody else. I, I guess you, you don't want too hard of a field. You don't want too soft of a field. So is the hardness... Here's what I've, I've got to do research on this. It is, is it a scale of 1 to 100? I have no idea. I would think it would go to maybe 120. Just if 78 is the average, I feel like that's Where'd a little... Where would you pick 120 from? Just because if they, they mentioned that 78 was the average. Right. That just seems a little... If it was 78% hard, <laughs> that, that just seems a little too... It's That just seems a little too firm. I don't know. As a guy who was used to 78 averages from an academic standpoint, I think it's a scale of 1 to 100. Well, that part, would make the most sense. Well, part of this would say, <clears throat> why is that important? Well, concussions with field hardness is important. How about um, injuries, you know, leg injuries, all that? I mean, there, there's a lot in there, right? Uh, I'm just trying to do some research right now that the 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 teams that there is a Clegg model, Clegg impact tester. The NFL surface hardness is tested with a Clegg impact tester. The Clegg quantifies the surface hardness by measuring how quickly a vertical drop weight stops when it hits the surface. In the NFL, all fields, both natural and synthetic, must be below the 100 G max in all locations when testing. If hardness levels becomes or begins to approach 100, steps are taken to lower these values. Practices that lower than GMAX on the surface include top dressing, crumb rubber for synthetic turfs, or needle tying airification on natural fields. I know this in golf we do this. That The firmer the greens get, then you, you have to airify anyway for the impaction and to get the you know air down there and all the nutrients and soil getting us better and uh, all that, but you do that. It does soften the the den. So so maybe, I don't know. In, in, in this case, they put the um, they put the the natural surface over an artificial surface. I think in Vegas, man, you got a lot of space out there, right? Why are we so confined to just UNLV or just the Raiders? Well, of course, there's a lot of holes in the desert too. Let me see what Tennessee Tiger says. Good morning, Tennessee Tiger. How you doing? Good morning, Mickey. Doing well. Uh, I, I've got the answer to your topic there on the uh, furnace of the field. All right. I don't have it, but I think you need just to contact Engineered Sleep. Yes. They deal in the furnace. Yes. That needs to be sponsored uh, by Engineered Sleep. The furnace <laughs> of the field by EngineeredSleep.com. I like it. Very good point. There you go. That's all. Good stuff, Tennessee Tiger. Appreciate the phone call. That's a great point. Uh, I'm looking at uh, the next segment. It says F355, another device measured for surface hardness of synthetic turfs is F355, named after the American Society for Testing Materials, the ASTM. Everybody knows that. Standards described in their specifications. The F355 qualifies surface hardness using the same principles of clay. However, the drop heights and mass and weights differ. So I bet you didn't know this now, Will Clinton. 
You got two different methods for measuring field hardness. The Clegg and the F-355. <laughs> the the Clegg. Um, I've, got, I've got a turf person on the mm-hmm. personal text line. Yeah. He says that the Murph turf, yes, yes. yes. Uh, we just measure the depth of impact to determine the firmness. It's not on a scale, so it's not from zero to one hundred. That number, that seventy-eight, means something. Well, I would, I would hope it does mean something. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. All right, two things here to to finish up. And this is my Brad. He's going the extra mile. And Brad, he's at allset.com. Hey, think about mile-wise. If you're driving less, you might save more money. Also, think about homeowners right now. Compare rates. Compare coverage. You can get both. You could get better rates. You could get better coverage. You could get both. Just compare that with Brad Hughes and the Allstate Insurance Agency. We love Brad Hughes. Love Allstate. Two nine two three zero zero one. The two field things I have to talk about. Well, three. One, I was at at Douglas. Uh, and Southwest Cab in Georgia in, in a long time ago, the, the field was right across from the state pen or the federal pen, and the turf was coming up on the edges of the turf. It was the worst field, worst AstroTurf or synthetic turf I've ever seen. I couldn't believe they let the kids play on that. Secondly, uh, when when South Carolina played on, on artificial turf in that 81 season, I told you about those oranges that were thrown on the field, and they would go, if they were thrown from, thrown from high up in the end zone all the Clemson fans throwing oranges they would splatter but if you throw them from low you could roll them all the way across the field when Clemson blocked the punt and scored the first touchdown there were thousands of oranges rolling across that synthetic turf I imagine that turf was the hardest turf anybody ever had and I knew guys that played at South Carolina back then matter of fact they, they talked about how it was, it was terrible for their careers and I can remember excuse my language here but when they when South Carolina switched to natural grass they had the bumper sticker they said that Cox kick but on natural grass, but it wasn't grass. It was cost kick. A on natural grass. Weeds. Anyway, yes. With that said, this was the NFL would not have liked this. When I was playing B team football at Irmo, circa nineteen eighty two ish, eighty three ish maybe, eighty two ish. Um, we played at Drear High School, and Drear, in one corner of their end zone, they had a tree. That was growing. So you would go uh, – the, the end zone was not squared off at 90 degrees. The tree roots were out there, so they took the field and aligned it inside the tree. And that tree was such a factor. If I remember this, they only had one goal post. So in, 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 in that, that level of football, everybody always went for two. But we had Colin Mackey, man. We had, we had some great kickers. So we would score on one end and have to go 100 yards the other end to kick the extra point because they only had one goal post. I don't think the NFL would have – the Clegg wouldn't have really mattered at Drew High School back in those days. The but there was a tree in the end zone. And it was not – so you get the full end zone. You couldn't do a, like a – if there was a, 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 a like a little post-corner route back there, you could run into a tree that was that was in the end zone, like the old goalpost used to be. Home field advantage, yeah. Yeah, yeah. it was a huge home field advantage. Let's get the music. Quickly, two-minute drill. What do you have? Uh, Missouri Athletics – yeah. Secured its largest ever private donation, yeah. $62 million from an anonymous donor. $12 million of that is going to the NIL initiative. Missouri, watch out. Well, um, my tip is Eric Newton, Eric Newton, Eric Newton.com. For all of your real estate needs, Eric Newton.com. Get in touch with him. He can certainly help you out. Eric Newton, the best in the business. No one knows more about it than Eric Newton. Um, a full-service real estate company in Clemson. I, this is where they mess up because – what they should have done there was put all $62 million into the NIL and then do it in an endowment, and you get $3 million a year off of that if at 5%. That's a mistake. 
Uh, let me thank uh, Dr. Milt Louder, Amplos.com. Let me thank Tony Morell, TheBigSpur.com. Will Clanton, terrific job once again. Hope you have a great week. We'll see you back here on Monday. Don't forget, 6.30 night, Clemson, North Carolina pregame show, 7 o'clock tip from Chapel Hill. Up next to my favorite people, John and Brad. Folks, I hope you have just an absolutely wonderful Tuesday. But most importantly, tune in tomorrow. That's when we'll see you right here on the radio.